and welcome to the Incredible Witness Podcast. Today's episode is titled, Pushing Back. Life is funny, I thought to myself the other day. There are so many things that happen to you in life. Good things, bad things, insignificant and significant things. Experiences that impact you deeply and pretty much force you to wonder what you did to deserve this or that treatment. How do you deal with it? Is there a set way to manage the various situations, events and positions life exposes you to? Should you choose the path of least resistance and go with the flow, or elect to fight against whatever you don't like, with every bit of strength you can muster? It's not straightforward, is it? Life there really is. It helps, of course, to know, if you intend to fight against a situation you want to change, what you can change from what you can't. You can waste an awful lot of time in life fighting against things that cannot be changed and being able to identify that which is within your power to change and the timescales involved in doing so is a a vital skill to hone. The better you become at knowing what you can influence and change, the more effective and influential you become as a person. To make informed, thought-out decisions, it requires you invest the time and effort to examine what's the best choice of action, likely to lead to the desired outcome, from the plethora of actions possible to take. Knowing or being clear about your desired outcome is imperative then in determining the choices and attitude you should adopt to whatever life throws your way. But without being very clear about what you want from life, it's so easy to be swept along with the tide, carried to places you don't really wish to frequent. Life, for all of us, at times, pushes us, pushes us around and beats us up. And when this happens, it is so important to know how and when to push back and to take charge of what's happening in your life and where it's leading you. If you don't ever push back, you and your life can feel a little bit like a leaf in a storm, blown this way and that, at the mercy of the elements. And who wants to live a life like a leaf in a storm, without direction and purpose? Yet so many people do just that. They live their lives as though they are passive victims of whatever life throws at them, willing, it seems, to drift along, allowing the tides of fate to decide how they live their life. Never recognising that they are in charge of their life, that they are the captain in command of their destiny. Pushing back, for want of a better word for it, is, I think, one of the key skills in life. But when do you push back? To what extent do you push back? And how do you do so in a way likely to get get you the results you need or desire? It all depends on what you want for your life and how clear you are about your destination, the route you intend to travel and the vehicle or means by which you intend or plan to get there. The greater your vision and clarity concerning precisely what you want and conversely do not want for your life will determine and govern the choices you make and the manner in which you exercise this pushing back in your life. But there are times in life when there are things that occur which derail all of your plans, such as the death of a loved one or the end of a relationship that means the world to you. There are just some events in life that you hadn't planned for that you cannot change or instantly make better and that all the planning in the world would not have made feel right or massively altered the way you feel about it. 
Sometimes events just turn your life upside down and cause you a great deal of anguish. However, no matter what happens, once you've begun to come to terms with whatever has occurred, the key is to be clear about what is in your power to change from that which is not. To be effective as regards improving your life or any situation or circumstance, it's vital to know what you personally can alter for the better. The thing to bear in mind, which is easy to say, but at certain times is so hard to keep at the forefront of your thoughts, is that it is not what happens to you that defines you. It is what you do with, with what happens to you in your life that defines you. If you think about this for a while, you will come to the realisation that bad things or things we consider to be bad happen to all of us. Although it may feel to you as if it's happened to you and you alone. And that you've been singled out to receive unfavourable breaks and circumstances. But we all suffer disappointments, deaths, losses and heartbreaks. And when something has happened that beats you up or threatens to destroy your world, it helps greatly to ask yourself some questions. Questions that might at first seem totally ridiculous. Such as, what positive thing or things can come from this event? Or, how and in which ways has this happened for me as opposed to to me? This question raises such a subtle distinction, but it is an incredibly empowering one. To consider that something happened to you keeps you locked in, into viewing yourself as a victim of fate. To consider instead something happening for you, though, helps adjust your thinking and attitude, whether you like, whether you like what happened or not, and you can begin to see your life in a totally different way. If you see something happening for you, even if it is unwelcome, you are developing an understanding that circumstances that cause us pain are not necessarily bad or harmful. In fact, they are neither favourable or unfavourable. It is what you think about it or the way you interpret the event that is the significant factor. Perhaps you can reflect back to events in your life that at the time seemed devastating, but now, maybe some years later, you see the event through new eyes. Now maybe you are able to appreciate that your experience benefited you in, some, in ways you could not have imagined at the time. This happens a lot in life. It forces you out of your comfort zone and provides you with an opportunity to grow. It changes your outlook and attitude to life. Instead of feeling like a victim, you are more open to the possibilities and opportunities that this situation or circumstances provides. You have learned to accept that not all things that seem bad initially are bad and that it's your attitude towards the event that's the determining factor. Once you recognise this, you are then in a position to appreciate that the events occurring in your life are happening for you, for your greater good. The thing is, when these events happen in our lives, we are really immediately in a position to understand the lesson we may need to learn, grasp the opportunities they may bring and view the events in life as happening for our benefit. So we tend to wallow in anguish and self-pity for indeterminate periods of time but ultimately, you are left with a decision to make. And that decision is this. Are you going to allow yourself to be defined by whatever life throws at you? Or will you be defined by what you choose to do with whatever happened to you? And who will you become 
in the process. This is one of the fundamental choices we have to make in life. You can decide to be dragged along by the vicissitudes of life or to be the captain of your destiny, pursuing a path that has purpose, meaning and truth for you. In a similar way, when, you, when being cross-examined in a witness box, you have to decide when it's okay to go with the flow as opposed to when it's necessary to make a stand and push back against the arguments of those questioning you. Often, as in life, you can cruise along with the questions, going with the path of least resistance. But every now and again, it will be necessary to grab hold of the reins or steering wheel and steer the conversation along the path that is is in your estimation of the best interests of the child you're working with. It is really, if ever, necessary to challenge all the things those cross-examining you say. Doing so is only important at certain points in order to provide the judge with a clear picture concerning where your assessment or evidence may differ from that of other parties. When you push back in response to questions asked of you, it is always best to do so in a calm, clear and concise manner, explaining or demonstrating with the aid of examples why your evidence is more convincing and should be preferred to the evidence and arguments of others. Pushing back at the appropriate time when giving evidence in the witness box is as vital as it is in doing so in your life. If you are to attain the high or level of success you desire for those you work on behalf of and for yourself. I hope you got a lot for lot from this episode. Until next time.